0: Joan Hogan welcoming you to the Prairie Dak radio program. Rick Holm, as you just heard, is in the studio ready to answer your questions of a medical nature. Dr. Holm's specialty is internal medicine. He's a physician with the Avera Medical Group Brookings. He's also a clinical professor at the University of South Dakota Sanford School of Medicine, and he's an affiliation with South Dakota State University where he has been conducting medical research. Good morning, Rick.
1: Good morning, Joan. Well, if we can get our, our ducks in a row, I'm going to get Dave Ziegler on the line. I'm going to send him a note right now. Or his, I can't hear anything but scratchy notes actually right now.
0: We're, we're, trying out, we're going to have a friend call, Dr. David Ziegler, who is, I'll tell you who he is. He's going to be calling in, and he is a, an internist at the Sanford Internal Medicine Clinic in Sioux Falls. He also teaches at the School of Medicine, I believe. And he's, he's been a good friend of Dr. Holmes. And to top it off, he's going to be on Dr. Holmes' television show uh, tomorrow, tomorrow night. night. And they'll be talking about aging gracefully, something we would all like to do.
1: Yeah, we'd, we, <laughs> we like this idea of aging uh, as opposed to the alternative. You know?
0: Right, so we're, we're hoping to get a call in soon from Dr. Ziegler until he comes. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about the program tomorrow night, Dr. Holmes.
1: Well, Dr. Ziegler is was a PhD uh had his uh my husband th- would say a
0: real doctor
1: uh, yes your husband <laughs> would say th- that a <laughs> real doctor of those doctor of philosophy t- one of those phd guys <laughs> and uh he uh subsequently uh fell in love with an md student and then he became a md and then a resident in internal medicine like his wife and uh, they they have uh uh, practiced at Sanford uh, for many years together, and uh, now he's spending at least uh, more than half of his time teaching. Which wow! Is
0: so he's a medical doctor. He's a PhD, and he so he has a medical practice, but he also teaches at yes. the university. Right. At, at the University of he's South Dakota School in of in Medicine. He's in charge of
1: a variety of things in the School of Medicine. Uh, one of which is grand rounds once a week, and uh, and that's been. Fun. The first thing he did it was ask me to give grand rounds. I think I had to give grand rounds a year ago or something when he, two years ago when he became in charge of that. Yeah. What are you going to talk about on your grand rounds, he said. <laughs> oh, thank oh, you, David. thank you.
0: I'm so glad to be doing it yeah, Right.
1: So, anyway.
0: Well, that's interesting, and it's fun for you and for David to be working together and, again, to do the show tomorrow night. Since we haven't reached David yet, I think we're going to take our first break and see if we can't get him on the phone during this time. Why don't you listen to these words? We'll be back right after these words. Hi, welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. Happy to have you listening today. I'm Joan Hogan, and in the studio with me is Dr. Rick Holm, who is an internal medicine physician with the Avira Medical Brookings. And, um, he's so just let's talk
1: about the, the things that we did talk about. You know, geriatrics is a field all by itself, but if you think about it, it's sort of like pediatrics is to uh, adult medicine. It's geriatrics is to adult medicine, too. And uh, when you're when you're a brand new baby, all of the same illnesses, all the in same infections, and, and so on and so forth, can that can occur with heart with uh, with adults uh, can occur, occur in those little babies. In particular, infectious diseases are increased because your immune system is compromised.
0: I didn't realize that. And so, so a lot of what happens when you're young
1: is the same as when you're very old. Didn't know that. The the very very young get pneumonias. The very very old get pneumonias, uh, you know. Uh, your immune system is one of those things that that, that uh, is built up as as a uh, child, and then you get into your teenage years. You are. Uh, you just
0: had a call, so it's kind of hard for you to talk. You got uh, it.
1: You're you have uh, you have all those same kinds of things that happen to you. <clears throat> um, but you, when you're in a when you're a teenager you get into your 20s your immune system is really cranking and uh, your muscles have been newly made and developed and they're just on automatic pilot I mean it's as if you don't have to even exercise you get all these muscles and uh, or these curves or whatever it is that makes up of normal a man and a normal woman and and uh, it's as though we were made to live uh up until our 30s or 40s, have our babies, and then be gone.
0: But some of us tend to live a little longer. We
1: kind of like that.
0: Yeah, it's all right.
1: Um, but I think if you uh, to to make the illustration of our immune system, I'll I'll give it to you regarding uh, how effective the pneumonia vaccine is at what age, or let's say the influenza vaccine. So you give the influenza vaccine particularly to babies who carry illness because they're just kind of dirty. They just they don't wash their hands and they have snot everywhere and they're touching everybody and so on and so forth. And then <coughs> uh, in particular, uh, and then you, it, it, uh, the, even the 20-year-olds will get it because it, it affects everybody. Uh, it won't be a terrible illness for a 20-year-old, but it can be a killing illness. And set you up for pneumonia if you're elderly, or even if you're not. But it can. But particularly if flu you're can do that for you. Uh, if you give a person an influenza vaccine um, who is in their 40s, uh, it's going to be very effective. Uh, if you give that same vaccine to a 70-year-old, uh, then it's going to be a fourth as effective. It's one four times less effective, uh, and so. If what they've done is they've developed a double strength, um, actually is four times stronger uh, influenza vaccine. And it seems to work pretty well. It's just that there's a, a slightly higher risk of uh, adverse reactions. Your arm is a little sorer. Uh, you can have a, a flu-like uh, mild syndrom- syndrome following it. Uh, but we're routinely giving that vaccine to the elderly um, at the clinic and so, uh, just to just to make the point that our immune systems wane as we get to this stage of our lives.
0: that's you you get that feeling anyways because you tend to uh, run into more injuries and problems when you get older is that true yeah
1: that is now tell us a little bit about your hand and uh, wrist what happened
0: well i managed to break my wrist just before christmas and it was uh, the family had arrived the kids were all putting their shoes and boots at the front door right at the bottom of the steps i said really kids there's three other places for shoes let's start moving them around you know they don't listen to grandma. They're all <laughs> excited to be together. Fifteen <laughs> grandkids. They haven't seen each other for years. Boots, <laughs> for the year. Fifteen
1: grandchildren. Uh, there
0: were, I don't know how many shoes or boots were at the bottom of the steps. And all I did was kind of miss the top, bottom, bottom step. I was just walking down the stairs, sort of missed it, tried to get my balance. How do you get your balance when your feet keep hitting boots, and, boots shoes? and shoes? There was no <laughs> ground below me, and then I thought, "Oh no, my new knee! I cannot fall on the left side." So of course, I came down as hard as I could on my right wrist and managed to break it.
1: So, did you get a silver fork deformity?
0: Uh, will you tell me? I don't know what silver fork. This is what I, I don't know. Well, I just so here, know I have a so break. So here
1: is a normal. A normal wrist. Normal wrist, but if you get a silver fork, it has a dip to it.
0: Oh, so I don't you know did, what mine has. I just did, know did, it's it, in a...
1: Did it break both bones?
0: No, no. And really, it wasn't a bad break because I was fear. You cannot get an orthopedic surgeon in Brookings between Christmas and New Year's. They do not come here. Even if you were wondering, all three services, there's three groups of orthopedic surgeons that do come to Brookings. None of them come the week before Christmas and New Year's. So I went almost a week without seeing an orthopedic surgeon. I saw the... Uh, emergency room Oh, the emergency in, room in, uh, in uh, at the Brookings Hospital and he put me in a sling and showed me the 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 break and the break was like a pencil line I don't read x-rays right. very well but it was just a straight pencil line and I was fearful I'd have to have surgery or a cast neither one sounded really great to me well when I got down to Sioux Falls finally the Thursday after Christmas the doctor said you know it's really a clean break it really looks good. I don't know if clean is... The, whatever term he used, he was, making, he was making me very happy. He said, you're not going to need surgery. You know, we could probably skip the cast, too. How would you like a... What is this? A splint? A splint. A splint. A custom-made splint. They take a flat sheet of plastic and mold it. They warm it up and then mold it to your wrist. And it j- just held on with uh, Velcro. Phenomenal. You can take it off when you shower. You know, it just... It has really been... A blessing for me of the if you had to break your wrist, this is the best outcome. Yeah I couldn't be happier. And
1: I'm glad that it was just a crack. Was it of the ulna or the radius?
0: You know I listen to you a lot, but I never know what you're talking about. It's it was one of the bones. Was it the fatter no bone idea.
1: at the wrist or the I think
0: it's down here. Does that help? Yeah. I don't know no, which it one it help. is. No. I have no idea. Oh I know whom I don't worry about these things I'm glad to hear when he said no surgery yes yes no cast bravo that was it so you know you do find when you get older you really have to be a lot more careful yeah. and I always am if I step outside a lot more yep. careful
1: and when little kids boots and shoes and all those things are all piled up at the bottom of the stairs
0: yeah these. yeah just wasn't careful enough well go. talking not just talking about me we are so happy we believe that we have Dr. David Ziegler now on the phone with us welcome Dr. Ziegler
2: Good
1: morning. Oh, hey, David. Good, good morning, Rick. Good to have you here. Now, uh, one of the, our plan is to show our show tomorrow night that we made maybe a month ago. Right. And uh, primarily, we spoke about geriatric issues. Uh, and
2: just uh, as we get old, our patients get older and how we deal with them.
1: Yeah, how we deal with uh, uh, older people, and of course, uh, uh, we am one, you know. Become one as you as you as you go through your life and you practice medicine. Uh, tell tell us a little bit about what you do in the medical school part. By the well,
2: way, well, I'm actually uh, vice chair of medicine and I help uh, with faculty development and teaching. I teach uh, sec- first, second, and third and fourth year medical students, and um, I teach a course and help them prepare. For the um, their tests and the that their information that they need to acquire for being good physicians.
1: Oh, so, so that that preps you for. I mean, that that's a nice thing because you have to review all of the literature and be knowledgeable to do that.
2: Yes, it's it's actually it's quite good. It's good for me and it's uh, it, it keeps you grounded and also uh, aware of what's new and on
1: the horizon if you were going to say uh new and on the horizon regarding geriatrics i mean that that uh uh, involving people who are 65 or older what are some of the new things that are coming out that are hot and important
2: um i think uh probably one of the things is um Exercise and the importance of being active,
0: <laughs> Doctor Ziegler. You have me laughing at that. Doctor Holm has been on this radio show with me for over twenty years, and once a week he says how important exercise is.
1: <laughs> so it may be new in ge-
0: geriatrics, but it really isn't new with Doctor Holm.
1: It's not. We always th-
0: kid him about that. <laughs> the answer for everything is exercise, and I think you're agreeing uh, with him.
1: Oh, it is. Th- it is. I think you know
2: that, and. Um, being i think your friendships and your family and the people you hang out with it's sort of like teenagers um when you it's their friends that are the most important thing that in a teenager's life well it's uh, the same way when you get old it's the friends and people you hang out with that are also probably the most important thing you know and as you get older you know you you have new and different friends, and it, they're also a little cross-generational. I think if you hang out with un- younger people, you feel younger, um, and you do younger things. Um.
1: I agree with you. I, I, I sense that uh, that all through my life, I've, I've learned that y- you develop friendships, but, that, but many of them go by the wayside, but more so right. when you live in a city uh in a, uh, when i was living in atlanta you t- you we tried to develop couples friendships and boy you just couldn't hold on to them for very long because people were moving they were always on the move in the city come well, here and it was yeah, more stable yeah
2: I, it's one of the real benefits of living in a smaller community and in south dakota in general
1: truly uh you know, I, I'm now hanging. I'm hanging with people that I've, I was hanging with the first years that we were here. I mean, not all everybody, but certainly uh, uh, old your Shared
0: history makes those friendships even better. Oh, it is it? a really right. good thing. And raised uh, your children yeah. together. Yeah. in The same community. It's phenomenal.
1: You don't have to put on any airs because they know exactly who you are. <laughs> <laughs> here it is, but Well, I
2: was talking with uh, my my uh, mother, you know, mother-in-law, and she was saying that. She still has friendships from her when the, when they were four year old, and that's uh, those those long term relationships make a huge difference in who you are and uh, just uh, it it instability to your life.
1: It does bring stability to your life, uh, and I like make, making new friends, and I'm doing that all the time. But the the old ones are great. I have a friend that was I knew in the first grade, met him in the first grade in met uh, In fact, of the kids that I met in the first grade, 23 of them graduated with me uh, of the 54. And um, and we still stay in contact. We'll be having a reunion this coming summer, which I'm truly looking forward to. But one of them lives in Atlanta. He followed me down there when I went to med school. I mean, he decided he'd want to traveled down to Atlanta and then when he got there he said gee I think I'll find a job here and he did and then he found a wife and then he got married and he still comes back to see see his mom and he comes by m- my house whenever he can be by and and nearby so it's great to have friends that you know so well that I mean you knew him before puberty that kind of makes something special there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well there's Two things, exercise and social interaction are so important in aging. Dr. Ziegler, one more important thing for us is to get in a commercial break. Would you mind staying with us while we take a break for just a minute? No, that'd be great. You hang on, we'll be back right after these words. Hi, welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. We're happy to have you listening today. Dr. Rick Holmes is here in the studio, ready to answer any questions you might have of a medical, medical nature. And our guest today, by telephone, is Dr. David Ziegler, who is an internist at the Sanford Internal Medicine Clinic in Sioux Falls, and he also teaches at the uh, University of Sioux. No, not South Dakota. South Dakota Sanford School. It's hard for me to say South Dakota. Yes. University. <laughs> oh, it just—it it doesn't I roll off my tongue. You understand. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but that's where you teach. We're very happy. for yeah. you. Thanks for waiting for us.
1: Right. I was thinking we could talk about uh, other issues of geriatrics, and I'd just throw it out at you. You know, we talked about exercise. We've talked about, uh, before you came on, we talked about how we lose our immune system and how oftentimes we encourage people to get in double-strength uh, Influenza vaccine as we get older Right Uh, Any other issues that you think Of geriatric uh, Power needs to be brought up
2: Um, I think um, Every person needs to have A reason to get up every morning And have something That is You know that you relate to And have a uh, um, Either a job or something that uh, You volunteer Or family or Something that uh, makes it uh, important to get and do something every day. I think that's critical.
1: Boy, I... A
2: purpose in your life.
1: Yes, I really uh, agree. And, uh, you know, what I'm finding right now that I'm doing, you know, among all of this cancer stuff that I've been dealing with is uh, the issue of having some time uh, that I'm not doing the TV and I'm not doing the radio that I've... That I'm just by myself. What do I need now? What do I do? Well, I'm working on a book, a geriatric. Uh, uh, I read that,
2: and I think uh, it, the outline looks really interesting. Thank you, Rick.
1: Well, I uh, uh, I don't know how good it's going to be. You know, I sent it to too many people, and one <laughs> guy is going to look at it and saying, "Well, actually, I'm not that impressed." But I'll talk to you about it. <laughs> <What> <laughs> well, honest, he's, huh? he's a dear friend, and he's a little bit. You know, he's a real reader, and so I threw it at him, you know, thinking that he'll, uh, and if, when you ask somebody to re- review something they actually do, it's, it's, um, it's the way you want it. So I'm gonna take my medicine and take what he advises and, and listen hard. But I want it to be successful because I think there is a need for a book for the lay public about uh, aging gracefully uh, and uh, as the name of our show tomorrow night is, you know, and also how to care for somebody who's who's at the end of their life. The fourth season is what the book might be named uh, if we can get it published. And there's the big if, but yeah. it's out there. I'm I'm sending it. I've I've got it re-reviewed and previewed, and the book proposal helped by a uh, a pre-agent, and the and we have sent it to the agent. Uh my, oh, So I think we'll see if the agent picks it up. I she hasn't written me back yet and I'm kind of hanging on that. But uh, <laughs> Hope I, for the best. You know, when you said you, you sent the
0: book to uh friends and some were for and some against, reminded me I had a discussion yesterday our book club's going to be discussing Lab Girl, which has been a really popular book this year, well known. And uh two of us had started reading it and I thought it's fascinating, although I don't know a thing about science. I found her role interesting, and my friend said, I have no reason to read this book I've read it it just it's a turn off. she can't believe that it's a bestseller, so you cannot appeal to everyone with one book. No, no. That thing has been a New York Times bestseller it doesn't mean everyone who picks it up is going to like it, same with your book yeah, so you have to use your own judgment on that too Rick. you know, yeah. you'll listen to people 's advice, yeah. but if you think it's good, you' just go with it right
1: It, it may well right. not be i mean the word wordage the verboge may not be uh the best that but the points are i think strong and so there it is well i'm uh, back to you david um yep. have you seen by the way have you seen the movie massachusetts or uh manchester, manchester. by the sea no i have not Ooh, don't don't miss it uh it's not an easy uh movie to see but it's a life uh life experience uh teacher and uh it's it it leaves you with Lessons. What have you seen it, Joan?
0: I haven't, but I keep hearing it's good. We just haven't gotten over there yet.
1: It's gotten really good reviews. Yeah, it wasn't. It's not an upper. It's not right. an upper. No, but gotta it's gotta really face.
0: well acted. And
1: oh, and I mean, there's so many things that just keep coming back to me after uh, going to a deal like that.
0: Does it tie into aging? You're it does,
1: and uh, it indirectly, uh, but I think that part of what happens during that whole process, and that's why I'm bringing it up. Is the the losses that can occur in life, and the value of being able to get past those, and so you know, I think I think the uh, important lesson uh, about uh, aging that comes to mind from it's that the Bible, well, and then and it's it the Bible helps us there too, and so right. getting past uh, tough times is something that we all have to do, or the tough times take us out, you know, right. So true. Other um, issues that you think are important, and I, I loved what you said about having a uh, reason to get up every morning. I mean, I think that's well, really powerful. The other powerful. thing that
2: I'm, I've been struck with, and, and is how many people have, you know, how many people we're seeing now with dementia mm-hmm. of some sort or another. Um, you know, it used to be that, I, and I don't know whether we're just diagnosing it more and paying more attention to it. But, you know, we are much more uh, aware of the need to mention, partially because there are some medicines to help treat the uh, Alzheimer's dementia. and uh, But I think uh, people in general are more aware of dementia in, in general. So I, I find it uh, fascinating that there are so many newer episodes of, you know, newer diagnosis and also awareness of
0: dementia but being aware of dementia doesn't help us as much as is there anything new coming out to prevent dementia yeah. do you have any suggestions well, on what would avoid dementia <laughs> I'd be wonderful well, to know, I think there but are. you know
2: there I are think we've always been told that you know um, keeping mentally active and uh, having you know testing your mind and just Reading and doing things uh, helps. Uh, I don't think it can prevent certain types of dementia, but you know, I think it's um, being involved can help keep your mind active as much as I think a mind is like any other organ or muscle in the body. You, the more you exercise it, the better it is.
1: Yeah, boy, I love that. You know, and what I've read somewhere uh, where the most important mental exercise that there is. Uh, may not be the puzzles in the on the in the newspaper but better yet a conversation and it enhances yeah. that other part what you said of developing friendships and and keeping interacting uh, acting with Well people. I
2: think I agree with you totally there because I this you know these four, you know brain things uh, you can uh, uh, sign up for and you know I don't think those are do I think you need to challenged daily in your normal life and those are brain puzzlers and so forth are fine but um they don't they're not what the real the brain really needs uh challenge that you have to solve something in in life and i think that's a much more effective way to keep your mind aware
1: i i um i my son uh the nurse uh, uh was was Finishing a Sudoku, 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 uh, sudoku. puzzle, sudoku. I think that's it. Sudoku, so whatever it is. They get
0: me every time. I um, like
1: them. Puzzle, and uh, I've never done a Sudoku. Uh-huh. So he, he no. said, "It's it's here. Do this one." I uh, mean, uh, he did one that was a level one pretty quick. They they go to five or four. I
0: they go to five. Yeah. The fives uh, are tough, but the, you can do them.
1: Well, the he, so he said, I, I I'll give you one, and then you just spend some time. And here's how I work it out. You know, you go this line or that line or the box. Try to find the different the number that's in that's not been used, and uh, just work it out. It's kind of fun to do. And he gave me a level three. Well, gee, I got ran into him. Well, I couldn't finish it. <laughs> but, For those who well, don't
0: know, it's it's it, uh, you have to get one to nine is, in a box and then one through nine in a row and it yeah, just it can hard, be it can be challenging. It can. You gotta well, find but
2: the problem is that's all practice. It's like working with uh you know crossword
1: puzzles. Right. And uh it, it's a practice thing. If you right. if uh, so it does but I can tell you anybody can have a conversation and if the conversation is more than it's really cold out here today, uh, and uh, then uh, that's if it's deeper than that, if if we're talking about real issues then those right. make those brains Then you're work. thinking, right. I, I love a conversation, right. and I give people that bit of advice. What are we, down to one minute We're left, We're down to Dave? one
0: minute, and David, <laughs> and David, we should have a one-hour show. We enjoy talking with you. wish, <laughs> we, wish <laughs> it could be a little longer. We do, tomorrow. But we have yeah. one tomorrow night. At tomorrow night, a full hour with Dr. David Ziegler and Dr. Richard Holm. and
1: they Well, are and I
2: must say it was a great opportunity, and I had a lot of fun with that. And I encourage everyone to li- watch it tomorrow.
1: Well, thank you, Dave. And uh, it, it it was a joy, you know, hanging with a buddy, being able to chat away about geriatrics was great. Thank you so much for joining us, David. Yep. Thank Have you, a wonderful Dr. day Siegfried. and a
2: bright, beautiful day in South Dakota. Yes.
1: Thank you. thank you. And thanks, Bob and Joan, and stay healthy out there, people.